This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd with, of course, your local real estate pro, Lisa True, ready to share the relevant information that puts you in an empowering position. The Trues are experts, not just at what they do, but at helping utilize their expertise to bring real value to your everyday life. Yes, related to real estate, but also many other factors that go into home ownership and everyday life. And uh, that's all part of the resource that's available to you at the Truth's website. If you're not there already, go to truerealestate911.com. That's truerealestate911.com. It's not just the best local resource to evaluate and look up real estate where you can search like a real estate pro in real time. But Lisa and the True Group, they have information that is empowering and, and certainly informational and that is exclusive to the True Group as well. So check out the website when you have a moment. And as always, if you're buying, selling, if you have questions seven days a week, the Truths, they can help you at 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326. Lisa, wow. I mean, you want to talk about the cycle of cycles. I don't know. It's certainly not in my lifetime. There's been an election cycle that captured people's imaginations in such a way. And as we move forward, the big thought that's on my mind and and my messaging is controlling what you can control. There are many things that we do have control of in our everyday life to put ourselves in an empowering position and to do the best with what we have and right in front of us. That's all we can do. We can't really uh, control uh, a lot of things uh, that impact us financially. And yet, you know, there are tips that that will allow us to make better decisions for our own personal life. And that's what today's show is about. It's information and tips from the True Group that can help you save money on your home. You have seen real estate over every type of cycle. You have seen the local real estate market go through turns over the decades, the demographic changes with the boomers, and you've been able to put together some great information. You have best practices. And if you want to walk us through in the early going, kind of your mindset in in terms of how we can go ahead and and utilize your information to save money in our everyday life with our home. Well, I think there's a lot of things that we can do when we're actually living in our property. And then there are things that we can do when we are going to uh, sell our property, um, which we can help you with both of those. Um, If you are purchasing a home or maybe you have already purchased one one of the things that I think is the number one thing I would encourage you to do to save money is just to make one extra payment a year towards your principal payment and that can come a lot of ways you can do it a little bit each month or you can take things like maybe if you get a tax refund yes or some sort of rebate maybe you take that and put it down on your principal amount It seems really inconsequential that one payment really would matter. I mean, when you think about it, if you have a 30-year loan, it will shave seven years off of your principal. Seven years. So instead of having it paid off in 30 years, you're going to have it paid off in 23, just by one payment. It's a tremendous benefit, and there are a couple things about it. You mentioned when you have extra money, maybe it's a tax refund or whatever the case might be. Often, when that money is utilized for something that is discretionary, it's a one and done, and you don't see the benefit. The beauty about what you're talking about with principal reduction is you get residual benefit in perpetuity because whatever it is that you pay extra, 
whether it's the one payment per month or per year, or if you do a little extra every month, mm -hmm. you're going to be guaranteed that in the very next month, you're going to see the net benefit in terms of the amount of principal as part of your payment that is going to go towards your home. You get instant benefit ongoing when you do that. You do. And, you know, it takes, I think, a little bit of, of discipline to do that. Um, and some people, like you said, maybe better to divide that up over the year and pay a little extra. It might be a little easier. And yet, I think a lot of times we get those, you know, surprise returns or maybe uh, maybe there's a refund for something that you get or maybe honestly a bonus at the end of the year and instead of just blowing it now if you have something maybe an improvement to your home you want to make or something that makes sense fine but a lot of times that money just is gone right and you say what did I what did I spend it on? Sure. Right? So this will allow you to have something that really is building your wealth and your future so that you're be able to have more options because when you, the faster you can pay that mortgage off and reduce that, that principal, the, the better off you're going to be to be able to make other decisions in life. No doubt. becomes a snowball effect, and uh, that's great information. Now, your second kind of goes hand in hand with a, a similar but different type of consideration, and that pertains to the overall duration of one's mortgage. You know, it's interesting that uh, often the 15-year versus the 30-year loan many people can qualify for that and the interest rate is generally more favorable mm -hmm. usually substantially more favorable and so if you can swing that 15-year payment then i encourage you to do it now think about this if you if you shorten the term and then you make that extra payment a year how much faster you're going to get that mortgage paid off so it's definitely something to look at, especially if you're buying things like second homes and you're getting mortgages. No doubt. If you can shorten that term, I think you're absolutely so much better off. Well, it makes perfect sense. And one of the things that I kind of offer up as a best practice when people ask me about, you know, what should I go for in terms of a mortgage? I like taking a look at the overall mortgage payment that you're going to be dealing with based upon the duration and setting it up based upon half of what your um, ability to maintain is. That way often you know, people do have two income households and if somebody loses their job or goes through a period of prolonged loss of income, then you are protected and you're not necessarily in a dire situation right away. And if you do that, that also will open you up towards a shorter duration loan to a much greater extent than if you are trying to see just how much you can potentially qualify for. Definitely. And I think that the other thing is that, and I hear this all the time, well, I'll just get a 30-year and then make extra payments. Yeah. And yet, it's a challenge to make up that difference between <laughs> a 30 and a 15. And so I just find that if you can look at it, and it's become such a norm that everybody just gets a 30-year right. loan, you need to ask your lenders about it and look at the numbers. You may find that, hey, I can do this. And the payment differential isn't that big of a difference and because you're going to get a better interest rate often. And then, like I said, if you act, make an extra payment, you'll have that mortgage paid off before you know it. Your third actually 
kind of segues into um, a, a couple of different thoughts. You're talking about uh, really making sure that you have your windstorm mitigation inspection. This will segue into overall insurance, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on it, and then also talk about the implications if you do end up paying off your mortgage early. So windstorm mitigation has changed over the years. It's getting harder and harder to get that credit. Um, so before I would start making major improvements, I would probably call my insurance agent. For example, if you're going to put in impact windows, call and have discussions of, you know, what are the qualifications to get that credit? Or if you're going to put in shutters, just making sure before you go spend the money that Great you're going to, yeah, you're going to get that, that um, benefit. What I find is, and it's fine to do this, people will do it in, in maybe sections to make it more affordable, and yet now you don't really get the full benefit. So just ha- understanding, okay, what do I need to do that gets me the greatest return on that windstorm mitigation? Um, is it going to make a difference? What Before you start spending money, just call that person. Ha- you know, I believe consultations are often overlooked. It's right. true. Well, I, to your point, I don't remember what the exact number was, but some time ago, I remember seeing research that for people who do uh, end up adding impact windows, over half the people that do that after they have their original homeowner's policy, it's never reevaluated and they lose out on the potential discount. So having the conversation on the front end, one, you know, the potential benefit you're looking at. Two, these days where we have more insurance options, you might be able to find that there is a you know better pricing overall discounting available with one carrier versus another. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and it can help you make a smarter decision as well. And don't forget to call your insurance agent and say, hey, I've made this improvement or I've made this change. You know, how does this impact me? I think the call should happen before you spend the money, but certainly after after you spent the money, you know, make sure that you have the documentation so that hopefully you you do save. Because once again, if you can save a little on your insurance or a lot on your insurance, you can take that money and put it towards principal. Or maybe put it towards, if you're in a really good position with the equity of your property, maybe put it towards an investment. So, you know, when you're looking at these ways to save, it's not just to save to go and blow it. Save to have a strategy. Well, the other thing that goes hand in hand with your initial tips, and then this one as well, is that if you pay your home off early, and this was something that really became more important to me quickly, especially with the rapid increases we've seen with flood policies in recent years in flood zones, to where often there has been a doubling year over year for about three straight years now, uh, to where you know flood insurance policies for many homeowners are actually what uh, your overall wind mitigation policy used to be in this area. And sure. so I was taking a look, and uh, you know, specific to our situation, we we. Um, are paying in the neighborhood of $15,000 now for all of the various different uh, home-related insurance products at the mortgage company's discretion. Well, if I were to take a look at not what the mortgage company wants, but what we want, we would probably be under 5000 So on top of the benefit of not having the mortgage payment uh, in the savings there, you also could be looking at a situation where rather than having insurance that meets the desires of your mortgage company, which is protecting your interest, not their interest, not so much yours, sure. you'd be able to go for the coverage that you deem to be necessary given your circumstances, which could end up saving you thousands upon thousands of dollars every year. Yeah, it's you know it just is about taking back control. And I think that um, there's there's comfort and confidence in knowing that your home is paid off. Mm-hmm. And that no matter what happens with the economy, that your home is paid off. So true. And so it gives you control all around. 
that home, you know, purchase um, of insurance, you know, what you want to do versus what somebody else is telling you you have to do for sure. Your next one up has to do with energy efficiency. And certainly, uh, you know, some of the improvements you talked about can play into that. But a lot of people don't realize that, uh, you know, there are ways in which people could save, you know, potentially meaningful money on their energy bill. You know, it's interesting. They'll come out and do a, an, an energy uh, audit and share with you ways that you can actually lower your utility bills. Things like, I mean, simple things like um, insulation. Um, looking at windows, you know, a lot of if you have older windows, um, you're losing a lot of energy efficiency through some of those older windows. There are all kinds of interesting things along those lines. You're absolutely right. Here was something that was off our radar that we actually learned a couple of years ago. We were going to need to do something with our roof anyway, but we wanted to figure out what might be the most sensible way. We have an odd flat roof uh, style, so there are some various different options available, but one of them, it had, it was a black roof. And uh, we found out that by going with a specific white reflective material on the base surface of the roof, that it would end up being far more energy efficient. Net result, 15 to 20 percent, um, you know, less uh, use of AC after that. I mean, it's really two degrees cooler throughout the year. Sure. And so, little things like that that you might not ever have thought of might be made available to you. Well, and once again, you take that savings, and then what could you do with right. it? Because if if you're going to do work anyway, you want to make sure that you're doing it in the best possible way. Looking at your appliances and looking at your AC, many people that have, have older ACs, once again, yeah, loss so of true. efficiency. There and have been so, so many changes over the last 10 years in, in efficiencies with the, the AC units. Yeah, so just once again, get really good information. Um, if you have never had a, a Florida Power and Light audit, um, check it out, especially if you're going to be doing things, if you purchased a new home, if your energy bills are maybe higher than you think they should be, have it looked at for sure. So something else uh, that goes into this, I think that makes a lot of sense, your maintenance. You know, even if we don't want to deal with maintenance that we know is going to have to be dealt with at some point um, right now, it never gets better. And a lot of times it, it can end up working against us in, in terms of the finances. You know, things like uh, simple things, is, uh, and which is very common, wood rot. You know, mm. it is very common in South Florida with all of our moisture. It's just it is just a, a, a challenge. The longer you let it go, the worse it gets. And you st then start to see damage on the inside of your home. Um, you know, you could possibly have termites. And so it's just one of those things that when you see something, make a repair, make it timely. Um, you know, put in your budget that you're going to have certain maintenance maintenance items. We're not talking about even, you know, major things. We're just talking about normal maintenance. And what I, what we find, it's kind of like going to the dentist, right? If you, if you wait until it's a big deal, then you're looking at maybe a root canal and a crown, oh, yeah. where if you'd gone for the cleaning, you know, maybe you could have avoided all that. That's a good scary and effective analogy i know <laughs> our favorite thing right going to the dentist i uh, there's one here that i love that i don't think people would think of and that has to do with landscaping and how far shade can go in south florida it can so it's interesting in our backyard um before we redid our patio we weren't sure what we wanted to do and so in our backyard we had basically weeds and we had this tree that really was not that impressive now okay. it was big but it never was beautiful and we almost had it taken out because it was kind of in the middle of where a patio was going to go okay 
And we had a landscaper come out, and he said, do you know how expensive that tree is? <laughs> we said, no. He said, that's a very desirable tree. And if anyone could get it out of here other than going over your house, wow. landscapers would be begging for this tree. <laughs> so I had a change of heart. And you I found s- appreciation for it. I said to Steve, I think we'll keep the tree. <laughs> so we did this beautiful patio. And all of a sudden, the tree now had a reason to be beautiful. And it is truly, every time we go out on the patio, I say to Steve, I'm so glad we kept that tree. Because now it's kind of like performing. It has something, somebody to admire it. Or before it was like, what's the point? The point of all this is it is a beautiful, big tree with shade. And I'm thinking, now it's not right over our house, of course. You don't ever want, you want to be aware of roots and things like that. Sure. And yet, I'm, I'm like... What if we've gotten rid of that beautiful, you know, beautiful tree? Yeah. And so I think you can do a lot with landscaping for shade because it does impact, obviously. If you want to see just how big of an impact it really can make, and you might even have some reference, but if you want to be tip intentional this way, you know, the next time you're out walking or biking, be in the direct sunlight. Go under a shade area on the side of the road and notice the immediate difference, especially yes. in the dead of summer. Right. That right there is what you're talking about. And it is profound, uh, the it difference. Is. It oftentimes uh, to, you know, what the the feel from a, a personal standpoint can be in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 degrees worth of difference uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, the overall uh, you know, heat, um, heat sense they might have. No, no doubt about it. And, you know, I think you have to be careful once again, and this is where the maintenance comes in, uh, making sure that, you know, the, the right trees are planted. So I was at a, an appointment and, um, they had a, when they bought the home, they had planted a palm tree in a potting area near their pool, not realizing how big that palm tree would grow and it actually grew through their screen and had to take the palm tree out so a good landscaper should have probably said that's probably not the best thing to plant in a enclosed screen pool area sure, yeah. um, because it will grow and all of a sudden you'll have <laughs> an issue and yet it would have been nice to have had something more size appropriate in there because once again now on your patio deck you have some shade and you have you know obviously it's pretty so you know having those conversations with the landscaper of not just what's going to be pretty now but what long term making sure that you're putting the right you know how are the roots of that tree Uh, we have a lot of clients that have issues with certain trees that are in their front yard and the roots just go crazy under their house how to redo a lot of plumbing as a result of that type of thing yeah so you know if you're going to be planning things, think long term. Yep. Think strategic. You know what's going to be the best for you long term, not just what's pretty today. Yeah, and don't ever have ficus anywhere near your plumbing because yeah, <laughs> they roots seem to get everywhere. They love the water source <laughs> for sure. Well, and your information, your tips here, of course, are valuable to everybody, but. Of course, there's one way that we can tap in and take advantage of that information. You're always available as a resource to us at the Tour Group. And a lot of times people think they have to be ready to do something with real estate, but you're always there as a resource if people just have questions as well. We are. And a lot of the uh, these type of tips we're bringing to um, our listenership um, through educational videos twice a month. And you can go to our website and opt in to receive those. We have... 
always we talk about taxes every year on there we talk about the market statistics but also various tips through the year that and if you have a question you can actually go in and put that question or send it to me and we'll you know see if it's something that we think everyone has a question on um, but go ahead and opt in there so that you can get these type of tips I mean we talked about a handful I have 13 of them sure so there's always um, you know we want to give good information and once again just opt in so that you can get those delivered um, it's two educational videos a month so it's not like you know it's going to fill up your inbox but it certainly will um, give you great information and that is at truerealestate911.com truerealestate911.com get started today and then as always if you do want to reach out to the true group they can help you 561-972-8326 561-972-8326